Well, hey there, I'm Liz St. Jean, and this is the Rise in Your 9 to 5 podcast, where I help sensitive high performers who want to have meaningful and fulfilling careers, making an impact in the world. It's where strategy meets intuition to become a better leader with more joy, less stress, and endless impact. So let's break free from perfectionism, imposter thoughts, and that inner rule keeper that keeps you in a career comfort zone. It's time to become unapologetically you and step into the life you were meant to live. We're going to talk presence, productivity, and having it all. Or as my four-year-old would say, we're going to take over the world. So let's get to it. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 43. We are going diving right into the deep end around professional confidence, and we're going to be talking about what comes before confidence in this episode. So I have a special one for you. What it is, is a, a live training that I gave in my Facebook group a few months ago, and I thought it would be really helpful to include in this season since we are deep diving into professional confidence. And I go into a, a thought exercise and a discussion around what actually comes before confidence. And I think it's really important, really powerful to consider these various steps we go through and what happens before we can really feel that confidence. So with that, enjoy this episode, enjoy the live training. And if you want to be able to, ca to catch these live trainings as they happen, Make sure to come over, head on over to the group, come join the community. It's a free Facebook community and that's at, yeah, you can access it at themintambition.com slash community. We'd love to have you there. It's a, a virtual cafe of like-minded professionals. So we'd love to have you there. And with that, let's jump right on into the live training. I'm so excited to have you here. So thrilled that you are joining us for the summit. Um, if you don't know me, I am, I'm a leadership coach and I do a lot of work with highly sensitive professionals working on uh, leadership and feeling comfortable influencing and rising, especially rising up to director level positions and feeling comfortable once you're in that position. Oh, I see Lindsay there. Hi, Lindsay. Nice to see you here tonight. So the presentation is all about what comes before confidence. And I wanted to start off by telling a bit of a story. So when I was little, uh, I used to go to the pool quite a lot, especially when I was around that 12, 13 kind of age, you know, my parents would drop me off, I'd go with friends, and we'd go during, you know, kind of open playtime, like open splash time, I'm not sure what it's called. And you know, it was one of those pools that it had, you know, one, it had one slide that you could slide down into. It had a rope. I remember the rope was so fun to go swinging up the rope and, you know, splash into the water. Um, and it also had, of course, diving boards. Okay. Um, and it had two diving boards. So the one I went to had two diving boards. It had the low board and it had the high board. Okay. And I just, I so distinctly remember wanting to jump off the high diving board. I really, really wanted to, but I was terrified. So I was like, I was okay with this, with the small one. Like it was pretty small. You bounce on it, you jump in the water. And I would, I would kind of like glance at the high one and I'd walk around the pool. I kind of look at it. And 
I, I didn't even climb up the, really the stairs to it because I was just completely terrified. So I'm curious in the comments, has anyone had an experience like that? Maybe either as a kid with some, maybe even like an actual diving board or thinking even into our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, beyond, we have those times where we want to do something. We're kind of eyeing it up. We're kind of circling around it, but we're, we're really scared to do it. Right. Does anyone has anyone had that? Just give a little wave or a little gif or a little yes in the comments if you've ever had that. So for for me, I know where my fear was coming from was that I hadn't yet done it. Okay. And I was, I didn't know how it would go. I was really afraid. I was scared that I would land. I might hurt myself or it might not go well, or I might look silly, or you know, what would people think? And I was just really, really afraid. And yeah, I get in comments. I definitely have had that experience for sure, right? So I was, I was afraid. I was scared to go. I was even scared to go climb it, like I mentioned. So I would just kind of circle around again, like I said, kind of like eyeing it up. And and I do remember thinking, you know, I remember feeling that I just I wanted to have that confidence. I wanted to, you know, I'd see the other kids just confidently go for that ladder, go to that high diving board, and just jump off like it was nothing. Right. And that's, I wanted to feel that, but I was scared. And so I wanted to feel the confidence. So let's write that. Oops. I'll use my pens here. Okay. Let's write that down. So I wanted to feel confident. You got confidence if I can spell. <laughs> Is anyone else like that? Like when you know someone's looking over your shoulder, you're like, am I spelling this correctly? Well, that's, that's me for sure. Um, so I wanted that confidence. I wanted to get there. The problem was that I kept feeling like, well, I'm not if I knew I'd be good at it, then I would feel confident, right? And the thing is, is that when we, when we, when our, when we feel like we should be good at something in order to feel confident, or we should be good at something before we've ever done it, I like to refer to that as uh, perfectionism. You know, we've all heard of per, per, uh, per, perfectionism, right? But a lot of times we get this like perfectionism and we kind of like, we kind of expect ourselves to be good at something before we've ever done it. And so we have, it's kind of like this backwards feeling like that we should feel confident before we've ever done it. But then when we think about it, like that doesn't really make sense in a way, right? That's almost, that doesn't really feel authentic to be like, I'm so confident. I can totally do this, even though I've never done it before. Now, I mean, like sometimes that can be helpful, but the, the challenge is, and so what I walk through here is that there's there's other things that can that usually come before confidence. So I'm going to tell you about this model. It's um, a model from uh, Dan Sullivan who designed it, and and I think it's a really helpful way of thinking about confidence, and especially around something that scares us, something where we're kind of like walking around the pool, kind of looking at that high diving board. Maybe it's a real diving board or something like that, but maybe it's a, a scary opportunity or it's speaking up or it's talking, um, telling someone that we want to get to director level. Maybe it's something like that, that we, we want and we want to feel confident doing it, but we're not really sure how it'll go. We're kind of afraid. We don't really know what's going to happen. Are we going to land wrong? What do people think of us? And we keep telling ourselves this story, like, I just want to feel confident. So what the Dan Sullivan model says is that confidence really comes after competence. Okay. When we're really competent at something, 
that's when we feel like that's sort of like a genuine kind of confidence. And, you know, I don't want to take away from the idea that we can feel confident in ourselves, even we haven't, haven't done it, but it's more like the confidence that we know exactly how it'll do, how it'll go usually comes out of competence we've been doing it and even actually in the in pps in the program we do a week where we tackle imposter syndrome and there's one of the exercises that week where i do something called um, imposter zone mapping and how i look at it is that you know in the very center of the model we feel very um very comfortable not even just confident but like very comfortable and those are the things that like we don't even think about it's just so easy you don't even think about it then after that we get into more of growth zones and uh sorry we get into the confidence zone that's where i put the confidence zone is right after uh, um comfort so it takes a little bit more effort but we feel confident because we know it we're, we're pretty competent at it and then from there, we go out into other zones. But the, the confidence zone, usually like it's something we've done and we feel pretty, we feel pretty confident about it because we're competent. So we, do, we, we usually have competence before we have confidence. But the thing about competence is it requires us to, to do the thing, to practice the thing. Remember I was saying, remember I was saying about that perfectionism, right? It's kind of funny when we think about it. Like and I'm, I am, have so much perfectionism, so there's no judgment. There's no shade being thrown here because that's why I'm smiling because I have so much of it myself. I just, I expect myself to be good at something before I've ever done it. And the expectation of being good at it sometimes ends up holding me back because well, I'm not good at it yet. So I don't feel confident, right? You end up in this funny kind of cycle. So before we can even be competent at something, we need to commit to doing it. So in the Dan Sullivan model, what comes before competence is commitment. Okay. So I've got a couple of comments here, public pool days for sure, and living and living confident, right? A lot of us do live in the confident zone, right? It's scary to go out beyond that zone, for sure. That's a natural human reaction to be a bit afraid to go out beyond that confident zone. But if we want to go out from it to be competent, we need to commit to it. So for the game with the metaphor of climbing or of um, going on the diving board, it would be that commitment to climbing, that commitment to saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try this and I'm going to practice it. And it might not go well the first time. I mean, in fact, it probably won't go well the first time. Anything we do the first time, like we have, that's a really high expectation on ourselves to expect that we'll be great at it before we've done it, right? That perfectionism that can creep up. But we need to commit to be then become competent. And this when then we get the competence, we become confident, right? So I'm gonna love it. I lost my pen here. I was gonna do a different color. Okay, I'll use this one. Um, the thing is, is that commitment before we're good at something is really scary, right? It's really scary for anything. So that's that's really natural that your brain is going to feel scared, your brain is going to want to hold back. And that's why to the point about living in the confidence zone, we often do live in that confidence zone. And, and it makes sense too. with every, there's so much going on and so much in life that we're just, you know, kind of protecting ourselves to stay in the confidence zone. And that's okay, right? And that is okay. Like, we can live in that confidence zone. 
But the thing that I work a lot with my clients, and so when people are ready to make that commitment and they come and either join my program or work with me, the thing that they're, what they're coming with is the number one thing in, in Dan Sullivan's model here. And they're coming with courage, okay? Okay. They're coming with courage. And, you know, you think about climbing and jumping off a high diving board. If you have a fear of heights or not sure how it's going to go, like was my case, it needs, it requires courage to do that. It requires courage to commit to something that you're not sure how it's going to go that scares you. So then you, so you can develop the confidence and then you can get to that confidence. So, so often we, we, we're so busy that we're, we, we kind of focus on feeling confident. We want to feel confident. And it's sometimes, and it's helpful to kind of take a step back and realize that there's a lot that goes, that comes before that, that builds into feeling confident. Now, uh, the other thing on, on courage, uh, oh, I didn't write it down. I hope I'll get the, the quote right. Because it's a really great quote out of, um, out of Octonauts of all things. So anyone who has kids or has nieces and nephews might've heard of Octonauts. And one of the characters is called Captain Barnacles. And there's one episode, um, oh, it's in one of the movies, actually, I take it back, one episode is in the movie. And he is, it turns out that he's afraid of small places. He's afraid of tight spaces. And he has to, in, this, in the movie, he has to navigate these sea caves and he's really afraid. And he gets support from this other character who, in the whole show, Pe um, um, Peso, Pe Pedro, um, who is often afraid. And, and that character then helps Captain Barnacles, who's usually so brave and strong. And they have this really lovely conversation about fear and what we're afraid of and facing our fears. And what Captain Barnacles says is that you, you have to, you, you can't be, um, um, you can't be uh, bold without being afraid, right? It takes courage. It takes courage to face our fears, to stand, to stand up, almost like standing up to our fears or to face them and to move forward to something that scares us, to have that commitment to try something, to move towards that confidence. And I just, I just thought it was such a, um, a, a lovely, simple model because I'm sure you've all been there. And, and this is part of what I, I can see for you, my vision for you too with the summit, why we do these summits is to have a place where we can get that courage together right? So we can make that commitment. So we can work on these pieces and get to that confidence. So, oh, I see someone here saying they also love Octonauts. Yes. And so anyway, if you, side note, if you do have kids, you haven't watched it, Octonauts is very lovely. So we are here to have that courage together to, to you know, to link arms together, to support one another. And that's the beautiful thing about groups. So the summit or joining a program with other people, it's the beautiful, beautiful thing about finding that courage together because it can be scary to do it on our own. And so it's nice to have a group to do it with. And so that's why I'm so excited that you're all here doing this summit with us, going through this, like saying, take getting that courage, saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. So I would love to hear from you in the comments, you know, who's going to commit, who will commit? And what I wanted to ask you to type out as part of your commitment is to type out the phrase, you know, I will do big things. I will do big things. Okay, I'd love to see you type that into the comments and, and kind of 
you've got that courage and make that commitment, right? Like going to a summit like this is all about having a transformation. And we can we can only do that for ourselves. We can only go through this for ourselves, but it's so much easier when we have others cheering us on. So that's what we have here in the summit. So I'd love to hear from you. Who's committing? Now I will do big things. Now, if if uh, if that sounds familiar, anyone who's taken the quiz has probably seen that. That was in one of the questions around which me, which uh, image really speaks to you. And the I will do big things. You know, that's a great one. All right, we've got a few people here already in the comments. I will do big things, right? We're going to do this together. This is going to be such a wonderful opportunity to get that courage, make that commitment, make some changes, right? Envision for yourself. What is that change for speaking up, for self-advocacy? You know, I've been having lots of private conversations and seeing lots of comments, well, both in the group as well as privately and in, in the different um, applications that we have, different places. And, and I can see that what people want and they want to get to that place. And I can see the courage. I can I can feel it coming through my screen and the courage that people are showing, right? You know, you know, think about whether, you know, is it that you're going to speak up more at meetings? Is it going to be you know, that you're going to go to a conference and actually go and stand and ask a question, right? That, that was one of my big fears. I always wanted to do that. And I always find it so hard to do. So that's why I think about it. Is it that you're going to go meet some, meet some people, expand your network or your constellation as I like to call it. I love calling networks constellations rather than, you know, kind of the, the net boring network term. Um, but think of it as a constellation of connecting with other bright stars out there. You know, is it about, having a really difficult conversation, a really direct conversation with someone, a really important, um, crucial conversation is the other term, or an honest conversation. And maybe that's hard, and so you want this. You're gonna make that commitment. You're gonna find that courage or the commitment or work through this, work through this model. You know, is it um, advocating for yourself around salary, around a promotion? Maybe you're looking at in the next couple of months coming up on that period where you're advocating for yourself for, for, for an increase in salary. Maybe that's it. Or maybe, maybe it's as uh, you're looking at a, a changing jobs, either a transition or you're looking to, to try something new. You've been in the same role for five, 10 years. You're looking for something new. And so you want to put yourself out there, but that feels scary. can feel scary too, especially if you've been in a job for a long time, that can feel really scary. So whatever it is, whatever your self-advocacy thing is, I want you to feel that courage and recognize that there's, there is a special type of emotion and if anyone has an idea for what to name it, please drop it in the comments as well. But there's that special type of emotion when we feel fear and excitement at the same time, right? So that diving board, when I finally worked through this and you know, found the courage, worked focused on more on the courage piece to climb that ladder all the way to the top. Oh my goodness. Can you see it with me? I can almost see, I can see it in my mind's eye. You know, I think the, um, the diving board was that, what's that color? It's like sea green, like that very light sea green, the little bit of um, what the little bumps that are on it, right? So people don't slip. I still remember you know, climbing up and feeling that, feeling, having to work through the courage to jump. And that feeling that's like fear and excitement all at the same time. Okay, that's what we want to feel and recognize that we will feel afraid. There are things that we're going to feel afraid about. That's okay. And that's, that's natural, right? That's us pushing out 
to those outer edges of the zones that I was talking about, right? Because like I said, it's okay to stay in that, in that confident zone if we are choosing to. If we're choosing to stay there and we've got our reasons for it, that is totally fine. But if we're wanting to push out and we're wanting to make changes, I, I will do big things if we want that. Then, we, then we're going to feel that fear and feel the courage inside it and feel the excitement that exhilaration. I've, so I've heard of it as being like nerves, nerve excitement was the word that I'd, I'd heard before, you know, anticipation, exhilaration, you know, some fear. There's a word called that. I think it was called fissin, fissin. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's that fe- that rush of excitement, almost like, you know, like that roller coaster feeling, that rush of excitement. Okay. And the more we get used to recognizing what that feels like and realizing like, oh, that's the feeling of me doing this, right? Recognizing that, yes, it is fear, but that's okay. It's fear. That's the fear. That's telling I'm in this, I'm coming into this place. I'm coming into that zone where I'm going to grow and I'm going to, I'm going to be developing myself and changing and transforming. You know, the more we embrace that and recognize that feeling as, as growth, as change, the easier it'll be. Like it just kind of self-reinforces as it goes. It reinforces the more we recognize what that feels like and embrace it. So with that, have a wonderful evening. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now, before you go, make sure you click to follow the show. This way you don't have to go looking for the latest episode. I'll come to you. Just click the plus button or the follow and you'll get the latest episode fresh off the press. Thanks again. And remember that you are amazing. Now get out there and rise.